I think like my whole life I've been like, well, what is authentic? Where do I fit in? I clearly don't. And that is fine. I am me and that is all. Welcome back to That Pretty Good Podcast. I'm your host, Cara DeBella. Okay, I am so excited to introduce my guest today, Chai Swinton. Boop, boop, boop. Chai is your friendly neighborhood bra whisperer and the proud owner of Body by Chai, Calgary's first woman of color owned lingerie boutique. Her mission is to cater to all women and LGBTQIA2S plus people of all sizes. She's here to share her story and talk all things body yada 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 yada. I was waiting for that one. Welcome to the podcast, Chai. Uh, so great to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thanks for being here. I'm so excited to get into it. I know. Um, we just learned that we bond over being aunties. I yeah. love being aunties. I love being an auntie so much. Isn't it just the best? It's all the perks without taking them home. Without the responsibility. Yeah, I have right? enough things going on. I know. It's the best. You know, they're so cute. I love them all. They're all very special. They're all very different. Mm-hmm. But I'm cool with uh, my only baby being my store right now. Nice. Can't wait to get into that. <laughs> so for anybody listening that doesn't know, Chai worked at a massive retailer and she is no longer working there. <laughs> I guess that's how we say I'm that. Like, so people were like, hey, what happened? I'm like, well, COVID happened. Yeah. But it was really hard at first because I was just like, my ego is so bruised. You go over all these things in your head being like, what did I do wrong? What could I have done better? Classic. What a retail thing to say. <laughs> but it's true. So you're thinking like, well, is it because of this? Is it because of this, 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 this? But no, the other person that got laid off with me that day was a fabulous employee. Mm-hmm. But then I really realized, like, I can't just stay sad. Like, I need to move on with my life because, you know, how am I supposed to live? <laughs> Do you feel like it was a bit of like a blessing in disguise? hundred mm-hmm. percent. But all of these things always are. Because right? if I wasn't laid off... Body by Chai would have never been born, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. I don't know where I would have been being at that store still. At the end of the day, I always knew I was never meant to work for a corporation ever because I'm just not that kind of person. Clearly. I'm not a yes person. I was going to say yes, man, but it's person. And I just, I just can't not question everything. And so here we are finally having the time of my life doing things on my own terms, and it's like the most insane feeling. Like liberating, it sounds like. It's very liberating. It's very stressful, but it's a different kind of stress because it's mine. So did people, like, did you kind of always have this idea where people always like, you're so passionate about this, you should open your own store? Or always have. I've had this idea. Let's see. What year was that? Probably since 2012 or 13. Wow. Because I was like, one day, it was always a one day, I will, you know, one day I'm going to have this store. One day I'm going to be in this magazine. One day I'm going to do this. And there's always that saying of like, don't worry about chasing your dreams. They will become a reality. And you're like, that is such a cliche. Mm -hmm. But I'm just like shocked that I'm really living it. Are you proud of yourself? I am. And it's like a very... uh, It's a very, like, humbling kind of pride because, like, it's not over. It's just beginning. Oh, my gosh. Yes. It's only going to get harder. It's only going to get more real. But I'm really proud of myself for coming this far out of, like, what I came out of. No kidding. Because, obviously, coming out of where I came from, you really want to prove yourself. You want to prove yourself to yourself but to that person that may have let you go for stick whatever it to the reason. Man. I guess the person, not the man, the person. I'm going to stick it to the person. Stick it to the person. Because at the end of the day, 
I don't want to toot my own horn here, but toot your own horn. That's that's what you're here for. I know, but I just like don't do that. (laughs) Well, you can whisper it to me, and then I'll do it for you. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it's like, look what you lost. A person that truly cares about the customer experience this much, Mm -hmm. you know. And I think it goes a long way, but in a big company like that, it's clearly not enough. But then, you know, at the end of the day, is their experience going to be the same at that store now? It might be. But the hard part is you're getting a different person every time, maybe, who's mm-hmm. helping you with certain things mm-hmm. at the store. Um, and I'm not coming down on anyone. But when you get a different person helping you at a store, it's a different experience every time. 100%. And that's that's all I'm saying. Whereas with me now, that's the whole point. You're getting me every time. Totally. You get attention every time. You're never going to be ignored. You're always going to be listened to all, anything you want. I will do in my store. That's what I do. We're there to have a good time and make you feel good. That's really what it's all about. I love that. It's, I almost feel like, because it is intimate, right? Yeah. It's, it's almost like the person who does your hair or does your lips or your Botox or whatever. It's the same thing. Or you're like it's brow person yes. or whatever. Hundo P. Like it is such an intimate experience that it has to be like, you got to be on every time. Mm-hmm. Which I am. It's because I love it though. Like there's just no feeling like it, which is so weird to say. But anyone who's ever like learned to do a bra fitting and truly knows what they're doing will say the exact same thing. Someone who's never thought of being in lingerie and then they're in it, they're obsessed with it. And it becomes like your whole life. It is because you're making other women or people just feel so good about themselves Mm -hmm. in such a simple way. At the end of the day, it's just a piece of fabric with a couple of underwires or not. (laughs) Whatever you want, we'll do it. Whatever you want. She got it. But no, it's it's such a simple thing, but it's just so funny how something so simple can make you feel so good. I love that. Really does. Yeah. It's crazy. It is life-changing. It really is. Good for you. That's amazing. So at what point did you go from kind of being down in the dumps, being like, what did I do wrong? What's, you know, what's wrong with me kind of feelings to like, no, fuck it. I'm switching the narrative. I'm opening my store. Like I'm doing <laughs> what I've wanted to do since 2012, 2013. You know what? Like pretty fast. I'm pretty good at getting over things fast because I just like in my life I felt always felt like I had no choice. It's like mm. when a guy dumps you. This is a real thing for me. When guys have dumped me, I've only taken like a week or two to be mad and then sad. Or is it sad and then mad both? Depends what they did. Absolutely. <laughs> and then I'm just like, well, moving on, on to the next. I'm famous for that. That's what I've always done. Wow. So and then I was I was chatting with my husband. He's like, well, I think this is the time. And he's like, we... he's an entrepreneur too, yeah? He is. Mm-hmm. I mean, he owns a restaurant. It's a lot different. But he's like, we know retail people. Call them. Text them. Let's make this happen. Let's have a meeting. And then a week later, we were having a meeting. And then that person was like, oh, I've got a lead on a space. Call them tonight. Call them that night. Met them. Two days later, had the space. Oh, my gosh. So it was a lot, though. It was really fast. And I was like, okay, this is happening. Oh, my God, this is happening. This Mm -hmm. is happening. But then, of course, I lost that space. I lost the second space. I'm on my third space, which has taken months to complete. I love watching your updates on Instagram. I mean, it's stunning. Don't get me wrong. I'm excited to go there. I'm like the most patient person ever. But I'm like, no, please, please. So I think I'm looking at like a week or so. Oh, amazing. So maybe. by the time this podcast comes out, it'll be you'll be up and running. I mean, maybe. We what? don't know. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned, literally. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram at Potty by Chai. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Plug yourself and we'll do it again at the end. Okay, I'm so excited to announce today's sponsor for this episode of That Pretty Good Podcast. Dazzle by Perry is a one-stop shop for all your jewelry and accessory needs, whether it's earrings, necklaces, rings, bracelets or even hair accessories. They've got it all. You've probably seen them all over my Instagram because they are absolutely stunning. They've got simple, dainty pieces 
all the way to shiny dazzling pieces. They are all lead and nickel free and I've partnered with Perry to give you 15% off with code TPGP15, so that pretty good podcast, 15 for free delivery in Calgary and she also ships worldwide. So go right now, you can pause this podcast, I give you permission to dazzlebyperry.com and you can also check her out on Instagram at dazzlebyperry. Again, use code TPGP15 for 15% off your purchase. Thank you and also you are welcome. So who's been like, do you think the most influential person for you in this kind of whole process? Like, I guess I'm trying to understand like what, what went from this being an idea that you've had for years and years. And obviously, you know, being without a job, you're like, fuck, I got to do something. So that's oh, a yeah. huge one. But like, what made you be say yes? What made you be the yes person for that? For this? For this. Yeah. Honestly, I'm really not sure. But when I first started in the industry, it was a small business owner, um, a woman. And I was very inspired by her because she just like, took shit in her hands and just did it. And so she's always been an inspiration. That was, that's definitely a big one. Mm -hmm. And then even, you know, the stress of owning a business is hard. And my husband's like, don't open your own business. He always says that as a joke. Really? Always. But then it's like, I could never picture him working for anybody else ever again. Like he loves it. He does though. And like, we, we like live breathe, eat, sleep, tubby dog. We Mm -hmm. do. Mm -hmm. Like we're always thinking about new things to do to make it last. Innovate, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, because now because of COVID, you know, things have changed. So yeah, we're like, what can we do? Mm -hmm. So we're in the same mindset for my business now. He's even influential in that way. So it's like at the beginning, it was probably my old boss. But now it's like I look up to my husband, his two fabulous sisters, you know, who are entrepreneurs as well. And you know, what's so strange. (laughs) I watched a lot of million dollar listing last year in the summer. (laughs) And for some reason, some of those people were inspiring. I don't know why that has nothing to do with my industry or my business, but it was just like the way they, they took control. I don't know. I don't know. It's so strange. But I, I just knew I've, always, I knew I've always wanted to. So I was like, I need to take the steps. I make mm-hmm. a million lists, of mm-hmm. course. And we just make it happen. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I just like dove right in. I don't know. All Good of a for sudden, you. All of a sudden I'm here. It was just a no-brainer. It was just an absolute it's no-brainer. Wild. You were like done. Yes. We're doing it. I had to. There was no other option. Mm-hmm. Because really, I love lingerie so much. What other, what other store would I really go to? Right. I've been, mar- I've been doing market research for lingerie in the city for 12 years. Right. And I just, I wanted to do my own thing. And I love that you do tell people that you are the first woman of color owned lingerie boutique too in Calgary. I'm not the first, but I'm the first woman of color owned boutique to openly cater to the LGBTQIA2S plus community. And so that's a really big thing Mm -hmm. because there have been two others in the past, one being my old boss. Oh, interesting. So that was also an inspiring thing too. She was half Filipino. Mm. She is half Filipino. She doesn't live here anymore. But so I was like, hey, this is cool. Like this could happen for me. Right. You know, but then now the new approach is different because it's all about inclusivity. It's huge. And there, there's not one store I know of who's really promoting it the same way as me. Mm -hmm. A lot of people will not necessarily say it on their Instagram bio. It's not part of their mission statement. And these days, it should have always been, but these days it has to be. These people, so many people, Mm -hmm. feel like they just don't have a place to shop for lingerie. And I want to be that place. And like as like a white cis woman, I would never, obviously like you said in – 2021 here of course we're faced with these questions and we're asked the tough mm-hmm. questions and we learn like right like I choose to learn and and you know um educate myself on these things but like before that just growing up in this small town in BC where everybody's white and straight like you don't think about those types of things and I think that's so amazing that yeah. you're like 
not only inclusive with it, but like that's like your actual mission statement. That's my jam. Hell yeah. It has to be. You know, there's just so many there's so many ways this industry needs to change. And that's mm-hmm. I think that's probably the biggest part. And that's why I'm also so proud that I won that award. I won an inclusivity award. I have that next on my notes, girl. Oh yes. damn. Yes. Yes, I'm sitting on the couch with the winner of the Best of Intima Inclusivity Award. Yeah. Congratulations. That's amazing. Honestly, that's another thing too. I have been reading this magazine, which is called The Best of Intima, for 12 years. Mm -hmm. It's an industry magazine. Like You can't just buy it in a store, but anyone who has ever been a part of the independent lingerie store world Knows of this magazine. Right. right. Um, The awards are basically the Oscars of international lingerie. Wow. This magazine features boutiques from all over the world, but the awards are North American. So essentially, I was competing with all of these stores in North America. So when I got the first email that said I was a nominee, I was like, wait, what? And I emailed oh, them so, and I was like, wait a second. I'm not even open yet. Like, I, I, don't, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, this just means that uh, one of the brands you carry has nominated you. <gasps> and I was like, hang on. Oh, I just got the shivers. So I like narrowed it down. I was like, okay, it's got to be this one. And it was. It was amazing. And then I got the email that I was a finalist. And I was like, okay, it was cool to just be nominated. Now I'm a finalist. And then by the time last Sunday rolled around, it was the virtual event. Um, it's usually in New York. <sighs> Too bad, hey? Oh, man. As if. I know. I'm like, of course. Of course. <laughs> but by the time Sunday rolled around, I was like, okay, this is it. This is it. Like, um, I don't know. Am I going to win something? Am I not going to win something? Right. But I was nominated for something totally different. I was nominated for the Newcomer Award. I saw that. Which makes total sense because mm-hmm. I'm new. Mm-hmm. Um, this shop owner from Ontario won it, which is actually fantastic. Her store and her concept and everything is amazing. But then I was like kind of bummed I lost, but so proud to be a finalist. And then the announcer people are talking and they're talking about inclusivity. I'm like, oh, this is cool. This is obviously something I'm doing. And then all of a sudden my face pops up on the screen because the winner's face just pops up. The name popped up. I like lost my shit. Were you on video? Yes. Ah. For like how many people to see? Wow. Like so many people were on this call mm-hmm. and then all these international brands that some of them I carry, some of them I don't, mm-hmm. but everyone was watching and I just, I just couldn't believe it. So, and there were no other nominees. So that's why it was so surprising. Oh, interesting. There was no waiting. All of a sudden they were just talking and then there's Bam. my face and I was like, like, that's <gasps> wait, that's me. <laughs> So I'm really proud because I feel like I may have just pioneered a new award. Hell yeah. Congratulations. That's and incredible. Maybe that also meant that no other stores really were doing this whole openly inclusive concept. Mm-hmm. So that is incredible. The most mind-blowing, humbling feeling. So like, okay, I just want to read the little blurb that I found on the website that they said about Oh, you. okay. So, oh my God, you found that? So the Best of Intima Inclusivity Award, said, they said, a special award this year went to a brand new store, which truly has made its mission to cater to absolutely everybody and providing great support to the LGBTQ plus communities, which have been undeserved for too long. Okay, you know what's funny? I didn't even really hear them saying that. Of course, you I was out. already, I was already, no, but I was already coming off of my like, I kind of lost my last category, so I wasn't even listening. Listening. So I've only heard – that's the first time I've really heard the whole thing. Oh, okay. Well, when you listen to this podcast back, you can hear it again. (laughs) I'm dying. Yes, queen. And then I was like, wait. (laughs) Lost my mind. You're like, wait, I'm so sorry. Can you guys repeat that? (laughs) I know. I was like (laughs) – I kind of wanted to, but I was like, okay, the show must go on. (laughs) (laughs) My face is on screen. I was like, oh, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? This is insane. This is insane. So there you go. That was it. So like what Like, what does that mean for you? It means everything. It just means that truly my hard work is starting to pay off. Mm-hmm. It's not paid off yet. I'm not even open yet, please. Right. <laughs> 
But I'm just like, all this hard work isn't for nothing. Mm -hmm. All of these struggles with store N have not been for nothing. Nope. You know, and the struggles before that. There were obviously lots of struggles before that with the last store, you know. Of course. That's just what life is. But Mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, I've really chosen the right career path after all. Because I think that's something we all question. Oh. You know, like everybody. ever? You're like, well, am I really doing the right thing? What is the right thing? That's a whole existential crisis you just don't want. But but that's (laughs) that's a classic question you ask yourself. Yeah. And so I think it's finally been answered. Amazing. I'm like super stunned still. Do you feel like free? Yes, I do. Yeah. It's just wild. Like it, even if you're nominated by this this magazine and mm-hmm. this company, it means you're now being recognized on an international scale. Right. Which is mind-blowing because you go from being laid off from store N to nothing to this. Mm-hmm. And it all happened in just over a year. Wow. It was last June I got laid off. Here we are. You know. This is so inspiring. I hope that you listening are as inspired as I am right now because this is just so badass. And it's crazy that you say that because when people say I'm so inspired, I'm like, are you? I'm like, I don't get it. I'm just doing what I do. Yeah, but that's what's inspiring is that you're being authentic to who you are to your core. And I think I am. I really hope I am. You know, that's another classic new business owner thing you think of. You're like, am I being real? And the word authentic is interesting because you think of what really is authentic. That's a whole other question. Oh, wow. And okay. then everyone has their own version of what authentic is. Mm-hmm. And I think like my whole life I've been like, well, what is authentic? Where do I fit in? I clearly don't. And that is fine. I am me, and that is all. That's it. Oh, man. And that's why I say this is inspiring because it's taken me – and I'm still working through that. It's taken me so many years of therapy and work and everything to, like, really be able to feel that even in the slightest. So Mm -hmm. the fact that you're like, I don't fit in and that's awesome is incredible. Yeah. And I think that the way I portray myself, people would be like, what? You feel like that? But literally, I feel like I don't fit in. That's why I'm like – jack of all trades master of none because i'm good at like a lot of different things which is literally why i started this podcast yeah because i'm like i want to talk to other people that are that know what their thing is because i don't know what my thing is and that's hard yeah it's hard to find what your thing is and like there's so many people out there that don't know what their thing is and Mm -hmm. that is okay though yeah we don't need to we're all just supposed to be here exactly like i'm just really blessed and fortunate that i have figured out what my thing is Mm -hmm. and i've been doing my thing mm-hmm. for this long mm-hmm. and I really don't foresee myself doing anything else career-wise especially right ever again mm-hmm. it's just like once you enter this world I really think that you don't want to leave it mm-hmm. you just don't and that's why I started it I was like I can't leave this world behind I can't just work in another store I can't work in an office I don't want to go back to school for something I don't want to do you know mm-hmm. so I'm like well we're just gonna roll with it let's just make some calls let's, let's see what happens it. have a couple meetings go from there oh my god it's so wild All right, I want to take a quick second here to tell you a neat little story. So especially if you have any kiddos, any little ones in your life, you're going to want to listen up for this one. So my friends Jenna and Amber, they're twins, and they have children's pictures books out. So go check out twilingbooks.ca. Have a look at their story. It's really cool. Head and grab a couple of their books. They have two books out right now, Sweetie Joe Avoids the Virus and It's Okay to Be Afraid of Monsters. So go treat the little ones in your life at checkout. Use code CARA10 for 10% off your order. Again, that's code CARA10. Go pick up some copies and thank me later. You're welcome. What you just said about like not fitting in, I want to just double tap on that for a second just because, I mean, mental health has really affected me over the past couple of years since COVID. I've learned a lot about myself, done a lot of work Mm -hmm. and... um, 
I think everybody listening can can relate to that. So I like to, you know, just touch on that a little bit more with my guests than maybe I did last year or the year before. Um, how did you become okay with that? Well, growing up, you know, being Filipino, mm-hmm. not where all the other Filipinos lived was the hardest part. So we grew up in the Northwest away from all other Filipinos. Why my mother chose to do this could be for many reasons. And I'm really, I still think about it sometimes because it's like, I know she wanted us to be more open-minded and learn new things and do things, activities, extracurriculars, whatever. And that's not saying that she didn't want us to be Filipino, but I think she wanted us to broaden our horizons just a little bit more. Mm. And I do appreciate that, of course. But then, you know, when we grew up in church, which was all Filipinos, I was never Filipino enough. You know, they called me whitewashed. But then at school, you're not white enough. I'm like the only Filipino person at school. Like I think in high school, there was only one other Filipino girl. Wow. And, you know, I'm not saying that was hard, but it's just like nobody gets it. So, yeah, it's like on one side of your life, you're not Filipino enough. On the other side, you're not white enough. And then also people, they don't know what you are, which is the classic thing. It's like, what are you? I'm a human being, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just how it's been my whole life. Like, I didn't really understand some of the microaggression racism that I experienced until way later in life. Mm-hmm. Like my, my classic story, which I tell people is mm-hmm. I'm at a sleepover and I'm probably like seven years old and I'm the only non-white person there and it's breakfast time and we're having waffles. Delish. So I'm eating the waffles as I do with a fork and a knife because that's how you eat waffles. Right. Mm-hmm. And this person's mom who I'm staying with, says, well, aren't you good with that fork and knife? (gasps) But here's the thing. When I'm a kid, how the fuck do I know that she's being a racist? I don't know that. And does she even know that? Probably not. Is she just stunned that I'm not a savage or something, eating with my hands? I was taught to have impeccable table manners. People who really know me know that I'm quite particular about how I present myself at a table. That's just what I do. That's how I've always been. That's how I was raised. How you were raised. Yep. Mm -hmm. So now that I realize that when I look back on that, but for some reason I remember it, which is so crazy. And I, I think about it now and I'm like, that's insane. That, that person said that to me back then. And the fact that you just gasped in that way, that says it all. Right. But it also shows my white privilege. Of like, somebody said what to you? Like, and as as I was gasping, I was like, Kara, shut up. Because a lot of the time <clears throat> in the ways that I've educated myself, I've learned that like a lot of people of color don't want to share their stories with white people like me because we gasp and we're like, and they have to sit there and be like, yeah, okay, I know how fucked up it is. Like, I know. But and- also gasping is kind of a good thing because you're acknowledging how fucked up it is. Oh, that's so fucked up. I'm because, so sorry. you know, but little things like this have been happening my whole life. But only in the past year have I really realized how bad they are. Right. How I've been treated at, at different workplaces. How I've been treated in the world. You know, like married to a white man. I've only dated white dudes mm-hmm. because, again, I grew up in the Northwest it's pretty white. It's predominantly white. Let's just white. say that. Yep. Any west side of Calgary is pretty white, mm-hmm. you know? So even me walking around with him, some places, people are confused. Like, we travel to the States, and we like to travel to places like Montana or certain parts of Texas where there's, like, no non-white people around. This person at Walmart in Great Falls, Montana, don't recommend going there, just saying. (laughs) 10 out of 10, do not recommend. (laughs) They literally looked at me in the Walmart 
and looked at me like I didn't understand English. And they said, how are you today? Really slow. And of course, I'm a sassy little bitch. Hell yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm great. How are you? I just want to buy this eyebrow pen. Thank you very much. Yeah, from Walmart. Yeah, I did that. But, you know, it's like, and at, the, at that moment, you don't really know what to say other than to be sassy because it is unfortunately a defense mechanism for me. And I know that now. But you're like, what else do you do? Like, it's actually really hard to call people out for being racist. It is. Like, it, it's hard for me even now, even though I've, like, talked to people about it. Talked about people, like, doing fake Asian accents. And you're like, well, that's not right. Mm-hmm. You know? And I've done my own fair share of being racist towards my own race, towards other Asian races. And, like, I am truly sorry for that. And now... I just don't really want to say a word because I need to practice what I preach here. If you're not going to make fun of me, I'm not going to say shit about you. That's it. Like, just be respectful. What's so hard about that? Oh, wait, a lot. <laughs> Never mind, a lot. A lot. Ask, like, basically any white male. <laughs> but And it's like the, the classic white male thing is that Asian chick. Oof. Bitch. Smart up. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I'm Asian. You're white. And? No one that no one walks around like when you're describing people and you're like, oh yeah, that man over there. No one ever says, oh, that white man. People would say Unless it's the man. police asking you questions. <laughs> right. Right. What then they're asking you what race was he? Correct. But what color was he? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or she or whatever. Or they. Um so I'm single, right? So I go on lots of dates, whatever. And I was on a date a few months ago, or I was seeing a guy a few months ago that was black. And <clears throat> we were on my sister's bachelorette. We were at Kananaskis Nurek Spa. And my mom was like, I showed her a picture of him. And she goes, oh, he's black. And I said to her, if he was white, would you say, oh, he's white? Oh, damn. And my sister said, I mean, knowing you, yeah, I would say that. Um, however, <laughs> amazing, amazing. My sister was like, uh, yeah, actually that's the first fucking question I would ask. But oh my mom was like, goodness. she was like mortified and she was like, oh my God, thank you for teaching me that. But I'm happy that she said, thank you for teaching me oh, that. Oh, and she, you know, her favorite word these days is woke. She, Stop. she thinks, she's like, I'm woke. And I had a woke, she goes, I had a woke <laughs> conversation today, Kara. And I was like, mom, how do you? Is she waiting Tell to me. slip the word woke into every conversation? No, she's not waiting, <laughs> but she's waiting to have a quote unquote woke conversation because wow. of what like me and my siblings have taught her wow. over the last year. And she's so open and receptive and like recognizes her privilege and her um, racial ignorance previously. Um, I wouldn't say that she's racist, um, but I mean, what you said earlier when you just said, I've been racist towards my own race and other races and admitted that and apologized for it. I think, Chai, that is like the most vulnerable thing somebody's ever said yeah, on this people podcast. Have, people have heard me be racist to my own race. And now that I think about it, I'm like, what a dick move that was. Because why are we telling people to stop being racist to us when we're also being racist? Totally. And unfortunately... In any Asian community, it's very common. So this is something that a lot of families need to unlearn. But it's generations of Asian racism towards other races because there's, there, I know, I don't know, there might have been some sort of hierarchy in Asia. Filipinos are technically at the bottom to some people. Huh. That's just a thing, right? And it has to do with many things. Probably money, I'm just guessing. But I don't know. I just don't think that's any way to live. Oh, you know what it might be? In Asia, it's all about having lighter skin. This is Kate, classic. My that- mom, when she was dating my dad a million years ago, my dad's family is very Chinese. So they're super light skin. And mm-hmm. in the Philippines, they call that being mestiza, which means like half or just lighter skinned. So that's your goal is to be mestiza, which means you could be an actress, which is obviously like a huge goal in the Philippines. 
So she goes to family events. She's the darkest one there. And they think she's the help. And you're oh, like, wow, no. that's wild. No. So that's a whole other thing, too. In the Philippines, you're like, am I light enough? Oh, but I want to be tanned. I'm, I'm North American, so I want to be tanned. I was just going to say, everybody in North America is like, the tan, it's more tan, the, the better. But in the Philippines, if you're lighter skin, it means you've been out of the sun, which means you don't work. You know what I mean? Oh, So you're always goodness. inside. That's where that comes from? That's where that comes from. It wow, means you're wealthy. You it means you're that. wealthy. But that's in all Asian countries. All Asian countries. Wow. So lightning, lightning, skin products, all that shit. It's just to do with, it's just a stupid status symbol. So I go to the Philippines and they say, I love your color. I love your color. Come on. And I'm like, I want to be more tanned. And they're like, nope, here's an umbrella. You're like, I live in Calgary. I'm like, <laughs> if I come back with no tan, they're going to be like, well, were you really away? <laughs> wow. So that's a whole other thing. That's a whole other stupid thing of not fitting in because you don't know what you want to be. Right. Wow. It's so wild. Well, I used to, like, I used to work at Mac. I used to work in the makeup industry and Asian women of all Asian descent would mm -hmm. come in and put on foundation or I'd like match their skin and they'd be like, oh, they'd buy the one lighter. And no I was always like, way. the fuck? Like, really? Yeah. Oh. I was like, what? Why? Well, first of all, and then I learned your face about needs to match your neck, so come on. But really, wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Always lighter. But I'm not shocked, though, now that we've been talking about this. Yeah. But I don't know if that will ever change, to be honest, within Asia. Like, when you're there, to say you live there, like... I don't know. That's just that's just the thing. Any ads, any big billboards, they all have this perfect porcelain, super airbrushed skin. Mm -hmm. It's just it's it I don't know. I don't I don't know. It's just first of all, it's impossible. You go outside. You're really going to carry umbrella all day long every day? Like or do you have someone to do it? Maybe, but I just don't think I think people need to stop caring about skin color. Well, and Matt brings me to something else that I wanted to chat with you about in terms of like just body positivity in general. Like we all just need to be – why do people care about body sizes at all? Like why do we even – They shouldn't. I know. These things are changing slowly. Slowly. Very, very slowly. This is obviously the new hot girl summer this year. You see it all over Instagram. Whereas you want a summer body? Step one, have a body. Step yeah. two, it's summer – there you go. Just There's go your outside. Summer body. Thanks, Lizzo. <laughs> totally. And it's yeah. like, wear the goddamn shorts or Hell whatever. Yeah. Or wear everybody is bikini body, mm -hmm. which it is. Mm -hmm. And I understand that we all have our own like things about ourselves. Sure. But like insecurities, you mean? We all do. Yeah, for sure. And that's sort of what I tackle on a daily basis. The number one fear of all women is back fat. And that's mm. what I deal with on a daily. So I have to actually show everyone who's either smaller than me, same size as me, bigger than me. We all have it. And I'm not telling you it's going to go away. But with wearing the right size and wearing your bra in the right way, I can smooth it. That's all I'm going to do. I'm mm -hmm. not telling you to make it go away. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you that everybody has it. But let's just... Let's just do a little something here to fool your own eye because really that's the only eye that matters here. Mm -hmm. Because people actually don't look at each other's back fat. I'm just saying. They, no. They don't. Literally no. They don't. You don't look at that on people because you're most likely thinking about your own. People care about themselves <laughs> more than they care about anybody else. 150%. Like nobody cares about your back fat. They just care no about their one. own. No one. I know. And I get that. And I will always try to help people, you know, with feeling good about having it, mm -hmm. but just wearing every bra a different way than they have before to make themselves feel better. I'll do that. Right. And it's like, I'm never going to tell you to get a boob job. I'm never going to tell you to get a reduction. Right. I'm going to tell you, let's wear the right size and let's just, uh, let's just... Let's just wear a different style that will make you feel like you have less or more boob. What's wrong? It's, it's also, all good. And also some countries, the, the more fat, body fat you do have, the more status you have too because that means you eat well. 
Absolutely. And, you know, this year has been really interesting. People are now – what is that company that says, like, love the skin you're in? Whatever that one is. Neutrogena, maybe? I don't remember. I don't know. Oh, it must be. Yeah. So that's kind of like, I think, a new lingerie tagline right now. You have what you have. Let's work with it. Right. Let's, let's not change it. No, we can't change it. We can't. And – Let's just work with what you have and let's embrace with let's embrace what you have and let's just really make you feel good about yourself. So like what is your approach there to help women and people feel empowered and feel good about themselves there? Like what's your honestly what's the chai special touch? The chai special touch actually is just how you wear the bra. You'll have to come and get fitted to I really would love get it. To. But it's sort of like honestly. It's tricking your own eye, but it's actually just a smart way to wear the bra so your back looks more smooth. And that mm -hmm. is honestly it. Mm -hmm. It's just about how you wear the bra. Mm -hmm. That is all. Mm -hmm. And also getting the right bra on means more lift. Always makes your torso look longer. Always. Always. Mm -hmm. Because now your boobs aren't down to your waist. Right. Now you have a waist. Congrats. <laughs> You know, your yeah. waist was always there. Always there. It was hiding. Or for some who have been living in this like itty bitty titty club, there's more there than you think. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I always mm -hmm. just say your boobs have been living in the abyss for so long. <laughs> and I just had to scoop them in back home. I love that. Which is the underwire. Again, or right. no underwire up to you. <laughs> But no, that's that's honestly it. It's like if you just don't know how a bra is supposed to fit, you mm -hmm. don't know. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. when I tell you and things fit right, you put your own shirt on, it's an unveiling moment. People lose their fucking minds. Mm. Like I can make you look like you've lost 5, 10 pounds in five minutes. That's what I do. I do it in one bra and it's like, bam, welcome to the world, my right. new body. Right. People will like – look at their old bra and be like, I'm not putting that shit back on. Can I throw it out? I'm like, sure. Just send it to bra heaven, the garbage can in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, goodbye to my old life. And then they cut the tag off and they're like, ooh, yes. It's a new me. But it is. Okay, I love that. It's so fun, honestly. Yeah. I cannot tell you how many bras have been thrown out. The ones that are still good, we donate. But the ones that are like done, done, like it's the most satisfying feeling for them to be like, I am done with this old body. Bye forever. But it's like they've had this body. They just didn't know it. Right. And they throw the old bra out. They walk out and they're like, I think I'm going to go for a drink on 17th. Where should I go? And uh, I'm like, yes, bitch. <laughs> hell yeah. Love that. But essentially it's like just walk down the street with your tits it's out. out. <laughs> Because really, they're out because your posture is so much better. It's so funny. We made a joke right as I was setting up your mic. We made a joke like, let's just do this topless. Except for that no one's, record no one's recording us. So like um, – Little do people visually, know. No, so you guys, you don't know. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, sounds like you get so much like gratification from making people just feel – It's super fun. So good in their skin. And it's not even just a I'm doing it so I feel good. That's totally not what it is. It's just such a crazy – it's crazy to see transformations mm -hmm. that are actually so simple. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's so crazy about it. As I said, it's just a little garment that does so much work. Right. That will make you feel like – a new person. Mm -hmm. And because of COVID, the no bra shopping has gone on for a lot of people. Some people have gone like halfway through COVID to get a new bra, but not everybody. Right. 80% of the people I see are like, it's been a while. And I go, and you had your COVID year. And they're like, yeah. Everyone's in the same boat right now. Everyone's like, I'm A, going back to work and I need to like put clothes on. Mm -hmm. Or B, I'm going out to dinner and I want to look cute, but I put my bra on and my dress and I was like, oof. Yeah. You know, that's what it is. Totally. So, and then at the end of the day, people really want to treat themselves, which I love. Like you need to invest in yourself. You need to make yourself feel good because mm -hmm. it's a whole year of being so at home and maybe not feeling so good. And maybe, yes, maybe your first dinner out is your first dinner out and you're so excited and you want to look good and feel good. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's, that's really why I've been so busy. But it, also, you should be getting fitted anyways. 
like at least once a year. You just never know what your body has been doing for the whole year. Totally. Shit changes. It mm-hmm. just happens. Mm-hmm. And again, it's fine. If you gain weight, if you lose weight, it doesn't matter. Just, just wear the right size. Just wear and the feel right good. size. Right. Yeah. And right. it's also the other thing for women is like, don't be caught up on the size. Right. I think women are so caught up in oh, sizes. Are we? Like, oh my goodness. No, we are. And you're like, oh, at this store, I'm a size two. But at this store, I'm a size eight. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Wear what fits you. I know. That's just it. Do you feel good in it? Totally. Wear it. Exactly. Seriously. Yo, I'm so guilty of that. I remember in like university years, I'd be like, no, like I'm an eight. I'm going to wear it. And I would totally, just like totally, fucking totally. squeeze myself yeah, 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 yeah. into these stupid tight clothes. And then they don't like look good. And then good. I didn't look good because no. I was wearing clothes that were too fucking small for me. Yeah. And like my closet now ranges from an eight to a 12 or like a, yeah, and maybe even a 14. And that's the same like, with lingerie. It's the same exact shit. same. However, the difference is I'm here to guide you through mm-hmm. the brands. Mm-hmm. And you may go home with four different sizes, but you need to know that I fit you in them and they fit. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. anything, cut the goddamn sizes out so you don't see them. Some people I will say that to because I'm like, I just want you to know that it fits. Right. And like, that's all that matters. But I can help you here. There's not a lot of people out there that can say like afford a stylist to buy clothes for right. them because in all clothing brands, you probably are different sizes too. This is just of how course. life is. And, and But you also, you can't navigate it because you just don't know. But that's what I'm here for right. in the lingerie world. Right. Like I fit you once. I know how you fit in everything forever. Right. You know? So do we have to book an appointment with you? Do we yes. walk in? How does this work? It's What's the one, experience? It's 100% appointment based. It's just me right now. Mm-hmm. I unfortunately can't handle the walk-ins but it's really important that you book an appointment because you get all the attention in the world that you deserve Mm -hmm. that you should have been having this whole time wearing bras and that's just something again that's missing from the market so when you come in it's just you you get 45 minutes maybe an hour depending and it's just you no one can even walk in while you're in your appointment amazing that's how much attention you get Mm -hmm. the whole store is yours love that you know and i was trying to like how do i translate the experience i had at my home where it was exactly like that Mm -hmm. to my store and that's the only way you're gonna get it right i just don't want there to be any interruptions and that's what people have been experiencing so far but that's why people feel so good leaving it's like I'm getting the attention. I'm finding out information about why this bra fits and this bra doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. And it was my time. When do you ever get your time? And like, say you're like a busy mom or something, which a lot of people are. Take that 45 minutes with me and just enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. Take that time and just get fitted and revisit your body and who you are. Because that's what we're doing. Oh, I love that. Revisit your body. Oh, is that the new tagline? Hot damn. Write that shit down. Oh, right. Well, we got it recorded. Okay, all my healthcare fam out there. First of all, thank you. Secondly, listen up. I think we can all agree that traditionally, well, I can't agree because I'm not in healthcare, but you can probably all agree amongst yourselves (laughs) that traditionally scrubs are not that exciting to wear. Two nurses are out there to upgrade your scrub experience. Kits Scrubs is built on smart design, superior fabrics, and thoughtful details. They've spent a lot of time finding the right fabric and designing a pair of elevated scrubs that you're going to love. Wearing kits means looking good, so you feel good, which translates to working with confidence. We love a confidence moment. Did I mention that they're also made in Canada? Go ahead and visit kitsscrubs.com or check out their Instagram at kitsscrubs, K-I-T-S-C-R-U-B-S to learn more. And of course, we're coming through with a discount code for y'all. Use code prettygoodpodcast15 for 15% off. Thank you. Also, you're welcome. It's sort of like relearning who you're who you are mm-hmm. and what your body 
looks like and also being okay with it. And what it can do. Like, and what wow. it can do. Hell yeah. I can't tell you how many people walk out being like, I can't even believe what I look like. Every single person who gets fitted for the first time is <laughs> just like constantly touching themselves, being like, is this me? All right, that's it. I'm coming. I'm, I'm coming in. Like they can't stop. They're being like, I can't stop touching them. I'm like, trust me, everybody does this. Mm-hmm. Because yes, they're yours. Mm-hmm. They're yours. Love them. Own them. So how does it work? Do you so you do the fitting and then recommend different brands and yep. just try on and stuff like that? Is yep. there like a minimum spend? No, Is there like how, how does it work? Not at all. So it's important that people don't feel the pressure because I think that's also a big problem. Right. People don't I don't want to pressure someone into buying something that doesn't fit. That's never been my thing. Right. Ever. Like in my 12 years of being in lingerie. Like you can tell from my face if I like it. And I can tell from your face if you like it too or if you don't like it. Right. So whatever you're not feeling, we're like, nope, we're going to take that off. We're going to put you in something better. Mm -hmm. What do you love today? What are your needs today? What are your goals today? Mm -hmm. And I think that's important, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So buy what you love. Make a wish list for later. I have everything on file, you know? Perfect. Because I understand lingerie is definitely an investment. Because it is. Mm-hmm. And that's also why I have three different price points. You know, I that's a big thing in my inclusivity statement is mm. all economic statuses. And it's important that people know that because high-end lingerie and service is always synonymous with high prices. And I just don't really believe in that. Because, yes, you can get the $250 fit for $99. It's a twofer. Twofer. We love a twofer moment. We love a twofer moment. <laughs> so it's like, I've got a $59 bra. Right. But I've also got a $159 bra. Right. And I just think it's important to know that because I don't want people to be afraid to come see me because mm-hmm. they don't want to feel pressured to buy something. Right. Um, And I just don't want that for somebody because I've been in that situation where I'm like, well, am I forced to buy something now? Right. If you're just here to better yourself, that's great. Then you've won. Then you've completed your mission. Even if I've shown you what the right fit is and Mm -hmm. it's an improvement from what you came in with, Mm -hmm. that alone makes me happy. Because then you know, again, what your body is made of. Right. You know what your body can do. Mm -hmm. You know what your body really looks like. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, like that's, that's all good. I just want women to know that... This is an amazing service I offer. Just get fitted, period. Just get fitted, period. What is this, the Nike of lingerie? Just do it. (laughs) (laughs) What is this? There are so many funny one-liners that you've had throughout this that we can extract. Oh, it's going to be good. Oh, my God. I am married to the dad of all dad jokes, so (laughs) it just happens. It just rubs off on I love me. it. Well, it makes my job easy as like the quote unquote interviewer, even though this is just a conversation. Um, but no, that's awesome. I love it. Um, okay. Do you want to play a little game? Yes. So I just, I was like looking, I was like, what can we do in terms of like titties and bras and all the <laughs> fun things? It's endless. Come on. It is endless. But I did a little, um, I found a couple like myths. Like true or false? Oh yeah! About about bras. I love so like a little it. myth busters get it busters. Oh damn! <laughs> Here we go. We got dad jokes on puns on dad jokes. <laughs> they they don't stop. Yep. And okay. Okay, the first one. Um, and you're gonna have to bust them if oh. they're myths for me. Okay. Yes. So the first one: sleeping in a bra will keep your breasts in shape. Totally false. Fuck yeah, it's false. Be comfortable. Nobody wants to sleep in a bra. No. Uh-uh. No, thank you. And honestly, if you're going to sleep in something, I have this amazing chemise that's supportive with no underwire. And plus, you're super sexy. I've answered the door in it before. I look bomb. Just saying. Hell yeah. Love <laughs> that for you. Okay. The second um, myth or truth, I guess. Is uh, wearing a bra with underwire can cause breast cancer. I think this is false. Yeah, you know it's false. why? 
look at those ads on Instagram for like, I'm not going to say the brand out loud, but they're like, I'm sick of uncomfortable bras. And you see the underwire giving them red marks. I'm like, yeah. it's because they're wearing the wrong size. The underwire is hitting their breast tissue, which oh my God. means the cup size is too small. That's all it means. Go up a cup size. 100%. If you I don't can't know, tell you. If you don't know what cup size to go to, book an appointment, please. Please. That's all it is. I please. swear. Yeah. And those ads drive me bananas. Bananas. Okay. And even, do you have like sports bras and stuff? Because I yes. feel like, I mean, growing up, I was an athlete. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm definitely washed up now. However, <laughs> <laughs> however, I can't tell you how many times it would get like sores on like the bottom of my tits, like underneath almost, because like my skin would just rub against the fabric as I was like playing basketball or playing field hockey or running. Okay. Or here we go. Oh my God, it hurts. This is exactly what it is. The rubbing means the entire garment is too big for you. Right. If your bra fits, technically it shouldn't move. Right. That's what it is. Right. So you lift your arms up, your tits aren't coming down underneath, or if you're moving side to side, nothing is spilling east or west. Yeah. After that, I was the girl in the change room with my mom, like, putting on a sports bra and like jumping and like running and like just doing everything to make sure that they wouldn't move. <laughs> you know, sports bras are very important. They and are. I, I believe in an underwire sports bra. Oh, interesting. I've never used one. Well, see, that's the thing. Oh, girl, you got to come in. I know. I'm coming. I'm coming. You're going like, to be like, experience. where is this bra been my whole life? Literally. <laughs> I'm going to document my entire experience and post it on the podcast Instagram. It'll be dope. Yes. Um, okay. Myth number three, once you're fully developed, your bra, st bra size will stay the same. We literally already talked about never, this. Never, ever, ever. You're like, come ever, in once a year. Ever. Definitely during COVID, like I, let's see here. I was like caught up in my own size. I was like, oh, I'm still a 32G. For those out there that think G is big, it's not. <laughs> That's another myth to bust too. Yeah. Yeah, no, I thought I was this one size, but I've changed sizes. You just have to deal with it. It's all good. We're you fluctuating. We something fluctuate. that fits. If yeah. it doesn't fit, it's going to hurt, period. Totally. And like literally certain days of the month, we can actually be like full sizes bigger some people, and smaller. Some people I know have period bras and some people have regular times of the month bras because okay, they fluctuate that much. Of but course. not everybody is like that. Right. Stress can have a factor. Mm -hmm. Medication can have a factor. Right. So many factors. Mm. So that's what you say. So you recommend once a year. Yes. I'm just to see because yeah. you just never know. Yeah. And also it's like your bras can change, they can stretch, and you're just not sure. Mm -hmm. So it's like I always say to people, bring in your bras. Let's look at them. Oh, I love that. Because why not? Mm -hmm. Let's see what you have at home, what we can save. Right. I have a wicked seamstress who is a magician, and I can mm. even alter bras to fit again if they're still in good shape. Okay, love that. Because also I get it. As I said, bras are not cheap. So if I can alter something to still fit you and do that for you, why wouldn't I do that for you? And right. why wouldn't I adjust the bra you came in with? Let's make whatever you have fit. Work. I just want yeah. everything to fit. Right. Yeah. Okay. I love that. What a cool approach. No, it's cool. It's fun mm -hmm. because some people come in with like handfuls of bras being like, I really love this one. What can we do? Mm-hmm. And they're like, I really want to lose the weight to fit in this one. I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe not. I'm just not, I'm not guaranteeing that. But like, I love this bra. So keep it if you want to. But the other ones, for sure, I'll fix them. No right, problem. Right, right, right. Or this one, I'm like, bra heaven, go. Or this, heaven, go. Or trash. this one, I'm like, donate. There's the box right there. Right. Because I have like a donation box. That's a good idea though too. It's a really, uh, it's a really big need out mm -hmm, there mm -hmm. more than we know. Right. Um, and then I'm also going to be partnering with Good Neighbor that just opened downtown. We're going to be partnering to do a bra clinic for an afternoon and I'm going to donate one bra per person who comes in. That oh afternoon. my gosh. I love that. Because, you know, some people just don't have access. Of course. And I want to give them just a solid everyday t-shirt bra. One is better than none. One is better than none. Absolutely. So... I think that'll be really nice. And it's also going to be like a 
back to work, back to school type thing. Yeah. So Good for tuned. you, Chai. That's incredible. Okay. The next myth, the average bra size is a 34B. Ha! It's my favorite. Ixnay on a 34B. Yeah, no. So funny enough, every single person who comes in that says they're a 34B, 100% of them are not. <laughs> I'm not going to tell y'all what size they are. You got to come in and see for yourself. Right. So if you are that size. You're wrong. I'm just telling you. <laughs> I'm not saying the word wrong. I'm just saying it's going to be different yeah. than what you think it is. Right. Because just is every time. This is what the North American stores have told you you are, but you are not. You are not. You are not. Okay. Wow. I'm so excited to see what bra size I really am. I already know. <gasps> What? I'm not even going to tell you. Please? I already know. I just looked at you and I Please? Know. Seriously, you want to know? Yeah, tell 32 me. 32F. What? Let's make a bet. We're making a bet. What are we <laughs> betting on? Okay, so I think my bra size is a 34 double D. <laughs> exactly. There you go. I know. That's why I wanted to talk about it on here because I'm like, let's do it right now. Guaranteed. 32F. Guarantee it. I can guarantee it. Just saying. Oh, I believe you. This I'm just so I, this, excited this, to this come is, try. This is what I do. They don't call me the bra whisperer for nothing. I can size you down the street in a blizzard in a parka and get the size right. <laughs> that's another one of my taglines. Heard it here. People first, have heard me people. say that before, but that's real. I've done it. <laughs> oh my god! It's I kind love of a party it. trick. It just happens. So you really can't. are the bra whisperer. No, I really am. You really are. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Um, the next one, a push-up bra with pads can unnaturally need breast tissue leading to sagging at a later stage. Maybe. Like, I can't deny or confirm that, Yeah, to be honest. But what a push-up will do, actually, what people don't realize, there's a difference. People who ask for a push-up don't realize they're getting an extra cup size and insane cleavage. 80% of people out there that I've fitted do not want the cleavage. They want mm. to be lifted and separated. And right. So I ask them. So do you want an extra cup size and cleavage? They go, no, 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 I just need lift. And I go, okay. Oh my so you God, just you're need blowing my mind right so now. So you just need a regular bra that gives you crazy lift. And I'm like, oh, done, I can do that. They're like, no, I don't want to add any more. I never want to add any more. Yeah, just. So that's a misconception as well with what a push-up will do. People think push-up, they hear the word up, but they forget that what a push-up does is that it will make your cup size look bigger and then it'll give you insane cleavage. And a lot of women out there who have more breast tissue than others, that's a polite way to say it, mm -hmm. don't want their breast tissue to touch in the middle. Right. They want the separation. Yeah. However, they want lift. Lift. Because gravity is real, people. That is me to a T. I'm like, just lift them. Just lift them up. That's it. And that's what everybody wants. Mm -hmm. A little lift doesn't hurt. No. Nope. So yeah. I'm not saying that that's true or false. But a push-up is great if you want that. And mm -hmm. as long as it fits, it's great. Yeah. Perfect. I can do that too. Not everybody wants a push-up, but like I've got the select styles <laughs> to give you a little sum-sum. Okay. If y'all aren't already convinced to go see Did I just sell you on this? Oh, you've sold me since like the <laughs> first five minutes we were talking. I was already – like even just seeing your Instagram and just seeing you and like – talking to some of our mutual friends that have been to you. I'm like, oh, I already know. However, I'm like very, 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 very sold now. <laughs> okay, the last one. You should wear a white bra under a white t-shirt. Hell no. Hell no. You know, it's all about matching that skin tone if you really want it to be invisible. But then, of course, my other favorite trick is a red bra under a white shirt. Red is invisible under white. Is your mind fucking blown right now? Yeah. No, it works. My eyes are larger than they were five it's, minutes it's ago. It's <laughs> like the ultimate bra fitter trick that is like what? the best known semi-secret. Because okay. I carry this t-shirt bra that comes in nude black and red. And I go, well, why wear nude when you can wear red? How fun. Of course. we all have a little bit of like rosiness in our skin tone. Mm -hmm. So depending on your skin tone, depending on the red, the red is invisible. Oh my gosh. Amazing. So it's fun. You just feel a little sexier because you're wearing red. For like most skin tones? Yeah. Wow. And depending on the brand, they've really done their research on what shade of red works. Oh. So the reds are chosen very, very carefully and tested on different skin tones. Mm -hmm. And also your thickness of your shirt. Right, right. 
you know? Mm-hmm. But it works, I'm telling you. Oh it's my god. Amazing. Gosh. It's a fun little like secret. You know, that's like a we're a not going to call a it a Victoria's Secret. We're going to call it a Body by Chai Secret. Body by Chai Secret. Damn, there's another one right there. Yes. Please. Please. <laughs> Say less. Say less. Okay. Um, I just have one more question before we wrap up here. What are you most proud of, Chai? Oh, my God. What a question. I should have prepared myself for this. Top of your mind. Whatever comes top of your mind. You know, I'm proud of just doing it, just going for it. Mm -hmm. I think that's what I'm most proud of, to be honest. You should be proud of that. That's that's it. That's it. How else would I be here if I didn't just tell myself, just just do it, Chai. Just Mm -hmm. do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's it. That's amazing. Thank you so much for being here, for telling us your story, for being so vulnerable and just talking about all the things. And you guys already know where you need to go, but – you need to plug everything, all of your socials, everything, so that and where your store is going to be, so that everybody listening can come see you. Well, the store hopefully open this week or next. Fingers crossed, people. <laughs> it's on Seventeenth Ave Southwest, right across from Western, next to Reeds. There's that two-story outdoor strip mall thing where Market used to be, where Chemical Steve's is now. Mm-hmm. I'm right above it. Also, I have a patio. Bam. Bam. So, you know, it's really fun. Say you come with a group of friends or you come with your partner. You're getting fitted. They can be sitting outside having a little glass of rosé or a little coffee or oh something. Gosh, amazing. Which is so fun because I want the experience for everyone to be fun. Make it a 17th Ave day, you know. Go for Love brunch. That. Go for lunch, whatever. Come see me. We'll have a little sip of something. We'll get you fitted. It's going to be rad. Like, it's so fun. Okay. And amazing. then Instagram is like my number one way at Body by Chai. Facebook, same thing. Website, bodybychai.com. You can book appointments everywhere. Book an appointment. You will not regret it. No, you won't. Your you... body will thank you. Yes. Those tits are going to be like, praise the Lord. <laughs> praise the Lord. Give your body what it wants. For real. Yeah. Um, is there anything that I haven't asked you that you want everybody listening to know about you, your journey? I, I don't your story? know. We've covered a lot. We've covered pretty much everything. Okay. Amazing. Oh, here's one thing. Okay. If you are afraid of getting a bra fitting, do not be. I understand it's a nerve wracking thing, but just know you're getting the ultimate privacy and intimate experience that you deserve that you probably have never had in your life. I will take care of you. Mm -hmm. By the end, you're going to be like, can I stay and have another glass of wine with you? (laughs) And can I try on more stuff? And I'll be like, girl, there's nothing left. You're like, girl, I'm going to be wasted by the end of this day. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, I got an appointment in five minutes. Yeah. No, that's just it. People are afraid. But don't be. It's, It's a very special gift that I will toot my own horn and say that I have of connecting with any human ever. Mm-hmm. to make them feel comfortable because I understand how hard it is to be that vulnerable in front of a, a stranger. And to feel like you don't fit in. Yeah. And if you feel like you don't fit in, I am the place for you. Mm-hmm. Promise you. Amazing. Love That's that. It. Thank you again for being here. What an yeah. amazing conversation. As always, you guys can find me on Instagram at That Pretty Good Podcast and my personal Instagram at Caratabella, care with the C. If you like this episode, please share it online. Tell your friends, tell your mom, tell my mom, tell everybody, and I'll talk to you next time. Be good. Bye.